This is Communion Sunday, June 5th, 2022, with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, and its First Love Ministry. The message from Reverend Jonathan Warren today is bringing us together. Liturgist today is Julie Bruninga. Our first scripture reading comes to us from Romans 8, 14 through 17. Our special music selection is a piano solo played by Stephanie Solderman, titled, You Are My Hiding Place. Our second scripture reading comes to us from Acts 2, 1 through 21. May you have a blessed and safe, healthy week. God bless. The scripture reading is from Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. Let us listen to the word of God. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Our scripture reading this time comes from the Acts of the Apostles, one we read almost every year, chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Let us listen to the word of God. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and as at the, this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, the Lamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show portents in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. As many of you know, right after college, I was a missionary in Kenya, Africa for a year. And something that, it, that made it a little easier to be a missionary was the fact that I didn't need to learn a new language. Uh, Kenyans were colonized by the British, so they know, knew not only Swahili, they also knew English. All I needed to know were a few Swahili words to get around much easier. For months, while I was there, especially at the beginning, after work, everyone went home, and I was left all by myself in a giant compound. It was very safe. There were 20 rooms that sat empty. I'm an extrovert, and I love being around people, so this was very hard for me. I didn't own a television or have a computer with me. All I had was a small radio, cards, a flip phone. Then after a few months, a Sudanese lawyer and his son came to stay in the compound. And since there was literally nothing else to do, 
we would hang out together. The father would often return late in the evening, and I would hang out with this little, young, 10-year-old boy. Now, the only problem was we didn't speak the same language. The Sudanese boy only knew Swahili, and I really only knew English. The very few words I did know didn't really help here at all. At first, all we did was eat dinner together. and It was mostly in silence. He would watch me carefully and soon started to mimic the things I did at dinner, like using my napkin a lot. And it would make us both laugh. We couldn't speak a single word, but we laughed over dinner together. Then we eventually began listening to music together out in the courtyard. Eventually, I taught him how to play cards like war, all with hand motions, a thumbs up, thumbs down, worked the best. He quickly folded it. Uh, one time, I remember he found a bandana of mine, and he quickly folded it and put it on his head like Rambo, and he pretended to shoot a gun. And initially, I thought he was like most boys, pretending to shoot guns. Then I remembered that his country, Sudan, was in the midst of a civil war. They recruited boys his age, 10 or 11, to be part of the military. He was safe today in Kenya, but not all his age were. During the day, many of the people wondered how we could communicate, but somehow it came easier than I ever imagined it could. We didn't need to know the other's language. We just enjoyed each other's company. In fact, we didn't even know each other's name. He called me Rafiki Yangu which was actually something I knew. It means my friend in Swahili. Rafiki Yangu, my friend. We were literally two worlds apart, both from different continents, different ages, spoke different languages. But somehow, we were able to connect. We were able to understand each other. We were able to be together. Pentecost was the day of harvest for the Jews. Many had come to the Holy Land for the Jewish Passover, which is when Christ died on the cross. That's when they arrived, and they stayed until the day of harvest. Many of them traveled far from home to be in Jerusalem, and since they had all gathered from different lands, they wore different clothes, they spoke different languages. The apostles had been teaching them all about Jesus Christ. Today, they had all gathered to celebrate the day of harvest together. They all gathered in that upper room, and that's when a rush of wind came. And they all started talking. They began to speak in their native tongue, and the Holy Spirit came upon them like flames of fire so they could understand what was being said. Even though they were all from different parts of the world, speaking different languages, they could now understand each other. They were different. But the Holy Spirit brought them together. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but it's interesting to me how many of us speak different languages. Some of you grew up in different parts of the country. Some of you say, you guys. While others might say, y'all. Did I get that right? Y'all, some of you know how to use a record or an eight-track player, while others actually know how to work Siri or Alexa. 
Some know the ins and outs of the S&P 500, while others know every racer in the Indy 500. There are people here who know every species of birds. Some here who know sports like basketball, volleyball, football, golf. If you've ever had to text or use emojis, it's an entirely different language. While others of you know the ins and outs of C++, Java, or HTML. Some of you actually know different languages other than English. Some of you know how to speak introvert, while others can't stop speaking. There are some of you who know the language of manager, while there are others who are better at following. There are some who know the language of spontaneity, while others only know how to plan for every detail. There are some who know the language of musical notes, while others know the language of listening to music. There are some who know the language of typewriter, while others know the language of PC or Mac. Lots of different languages. You know different languages than other people around you, even other people in your family. And usually two things can happen, knowing these different languages. They can either bring us together or they can pull us apart. There's a story uh, about Pepe Rodriguez in the Old West. He was a notorious bank robber. He would sneak across the border from Mexico, rob banks in Texas, and then escape back into Mexico before the police could catch, catch up with him. One day, though the police illegally crossed the border into Mexico and followed Pepe into a bar, when they finally took him into custody, they discovered that Pepe did not speak any English, and none of the police spoke Spanish. The bartender informed them that he spoke both English and Spanish and would be happy to serve as an interpreter. So the police asked, where did you hide all the money? The bartender translated into Spanish. At first, Pepe hesitated, but when he saw all these police officers ready to draw their weapons, he began to tell the bartender where the money was. The bartender listened carefully as Pepe explained how he'd hidden it in a certain cave just outside of town. The bartender then turned to the police who were waiting for the translation, and the bartender said, Pepe is a very brave man. And he said that you all are a bunch of rotten cowards and to go ahead and shoot him if you want. Having to navigate the many languages our world speaks can certainly be challenging. In Pepe's case, the bartender found it an easy way to find all the missing money. So things got intentionally lost in translation. Even though this story is kind of silly, there is a truth about navigating the many different languages we speak. It can break us apart, can bring us together. Somehow it seems like languages uh, these days have been driving us apart. As the Holy Spirit blew through that room on Pentecost, the followers of Jesus were brought together, speaking different languages. It gave these new disciples an ability to share the good news to each other, even though they were worlds apart. So as Christians who know this Pentecost story, we need to be open to learn 
new languages. We need to be open to accept and understand new things. Things we aren't always comfortable with. So when the Holy Spirit rushes in like the wind and fire in our church, it should allow us to connect with so many others, not just here in this building, but in our community. One pastor says this, what are we saying and what are we doing that might be keeping other people from understanding the story about Jesus? Because the good news about Jesus is not just for us, but it's also for that teenage boy, that black father, that grieving widow, for that woman who works at the gas station, the man who bags your groceries, that elementary student that lives down the street. The good news about Jesus is for all people. It's the job of the church to make sure that every different person gets the chance to hear that news in a way that they can understand. Luckily, as Christians, we're giving some, given something to help us bring us together. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks a language that breaks down all barriers, even if there's only silence and laughter. The Holy Spirit opens us for opportunities that we could never that we have never expected. Who would have guessed 20 years ago that we'd be streaming our services live to people in their homes, have a weekly podcast, have an active social media ministry, that we would be celebrating a messy church with children and families, or that we'd give over two million dollars to local and world missions the last 20 years. The Holy Spirit opens up opportunities to grow into the future. It's not us leading into the future. It's the Holy Spirit who brings us together. Each week as we go into the world, we have the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to bring us together. I think about that especially these last few years. The whole world wants to divide us, even when we get upset with maybe folks in our family or in this church family. We come here to the table and are reminded that we are brought together as a family, where we eat bread and drink together, where we share, where we love, so that we can go from this place Share this Holy Spirit with others. One who welcomes diversity and new languages. One who is willing to experience new and challenging things. And one who brings us together. Just like the Holy Spirit did on that first day of Pentecost. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry, programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. 
That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash first, F-I-R-S-T, P-R-E-S, Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night, and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you, either by email, mail, or phone. God bless, and may you have a peaceful and safe year.